Opinionated Marketers, a podcast from Cambridge Marketing College. So welcome to Opinionated Marketers with Charles Nixon and me, Kieran Kapoor. So Charles, we've ditched what we were going to talk about this week, which I suppose is very fitting with the UK government's uh, attitude to ditching and um, previous plans. Um, And we're going to talk more about mitigating risks, um, partly for business, Partly, as we were discussing, I do feel I sort of want to give our Prime Minister, a current Prime Minister, Liz Truss, some advice that says, frankly, don't start from where you are. Um, and I'm, I'm torn slightly. There's, do you feel like we're just living through some sort of um, Shakespearean or Greek melodrama at the moment? I'm not quite sure what era it's from, but it definitely is a melodrama. You're absolutely mm. right. Yes. And so what we wanted to do was think about partly what um, businesses need to do to mitigate risk. But I also felt actually this was the, the other side of being innovative because stepping away from the fact that you, you really can't run a country like a business, and I think the UK government has proved that in the last three weeks, some of the things that she was, she, this trust was trying to achieve when she talked about breaking the group think, thinking outside the box, breaking the orthodoxy, are many of the things we actually tell people in business to do to be innovative. Yes, indeed. Um, I think that uh, one of the things that one would take away is always think through your actions and consider contingencies uh, and potential scenarios. It's one of the things that I believe um, strongly that ought to be put forward in any planning process, that people consider the implications of their actions and what might happen if the alternative takes place. Um, A reasonable uh, assumption may well have been that um, ripping up the orthodoxy would go down well because everyone else was sick and tired of it. Unfortunately, uh, orthodoxy tends to have a rather large amount of people invested in it. Um, And therefore, um, as uh, I think the quote is this morning, um, Liz Truss took on the orthodoxy, the orthodoxy won. Um, Mm. And uh, you've got to think about how people will react. People do have... um, Uh, entrenched views they also have um, entrenched investments and uh, you know if you're going to change things it's going to hurt some people and that is true whether you're bringing about innovation in a company or you're trying to change um, a party uh, a political party or uh, the country Um, some of which you have to live with um, or you know dependent on your proclivities, ignore or roll over um, on the assumption that you're right and they're wrong. Um, But it does tend to start to unpick once you make a uh, change which everyone has been de- demanding. So the, uh, the, U- the first U-turn only uh, raises more questions as to which further U-turns are you going to do. Um, so you have to think very clearly as to what your scenario will be if something in your plan doesn't work um, and how you're going to shore up the remaining part of your plan um, if you still believe in it. Um, so I think the, uh, the lesson from the politics is plan well, plan wisely, um, and consider uh, the alternatives um, because uh, they may happen. 
Yes, I think when we, we talk about thinking outside the box, we tend to be talking about almost being very positive, you know, think outside the box, think of new things, think of the, the wide blue ocean of, of opportunities that you could go for. And it's not very nice being the sort of Cassandra person that sits there going, but what if? Mm. And um, But the, the what if is actually very important. The other phrase that I've, I didn't know until very recently is the, the, the political phrase of rolling the pitch, which I understand is actually just preparing your audience. So it, preparing the groundwork so people understand why you are trying to achieve something. And this can be incredibly hard if you're, I, I know to my own cost, if you're caught up in your own bright idea and something that you really want to make happen, something you are absolutely de convinced is the right thing to do, it's very hard sometimes to stop and remember that not everybody starts in the same place that you do, and you do have to explain it slowly, going back over the basics. Yes, the um, the critic, uh, the cricket metaphor really is important when you're trying to prepare public opinion, um, but it does apply internally within organisations. It uh, we often talk about understanding stakeholders, understanding you know what is important to them and the degree to which they have power. It's important uh, because they have the ability to block, they have the ability to. Um, uh, influence against um, the plan and so you need to think quite clearly how decisions are made and who makes the decisions and who have powerful influences. Um, one of the elements that uh, is important from a political perspective obviously is public and indeed press opinion, the opinion of the, the commentators um, because they guide a lot of the news agenda. Whether or not they're right or wrong um, is an interesting discussion perhaps to be had some, some other time. Um, and part of the orthodoxy um, of which m many, and one has to say nearly always, conservatives, uh, prime ministers have gone against, has been what has been established in the uh, political zeitgeist by the media, um, which is, you know, this is the way we do things, this is the way it's always gone, um, and if you're going to change it, then aren't you a radical and what's wrong with you? Um, and we have, as a nation, got very much into a position where um, there is a lot of resistance to any sort of change, and yet everybody, when talked to, would say, yes, change needs to happen, just not round here. Um, and that's the problem we have. Yes, so I think our view is very much the bit the Prime Minister got wrong is, A, she shouldn't be where she is now, she should have done it earlier. But there is definitely an element of saying, stop, think, think through the risks, however boring that is. I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm a huge person that hates sitting down and doing lots of very tedious planning, but even I get the idea that you do have to do some risk mitigation, you have to do that what-if planning. And you also have to think through the scenarios. It's part of business continuity, it's part of any form of change of what are the scenarios, if this happens, what do we do then? And it's clear from the position we're in um, economically at the moment that one of the things they did not game plan was what happens if the market reacts. Yes, I, I, I think I'd like to put a little bit of a historical perspective on this because um, if we go back to the period since 2008 and the, and, and the, the financial crash, um, 
and perhaps might actually go back to the turn of the century, there was a point at which the teaching of marketing planning and strategic planning had got to the point at which it was heavily criticised as being an academic process, one that took a very large amount of time when the world was moving on very quickly, a lot of technological mm -hmm. revolution. Um, and the concept moved to the idea of emergent strategy i.e. you didn't sit down and, and, and pause, you did it on the hoof, as it were. You did it on, the, on a roll. Um, and that seemed, when the world was moving in a positive direction, uh, a reasonable approach, let us say. Um, the degree to which we've now got, um, I would possibly say, lazy in our thinking, which is to assume that we can get away with it because we will just do an emergent strategy and therefore things will change as we roll forward without thinking about how things might change quite radically in the future or the very near future and indeed how the world might react to any change that we put forward um, has, I think, become part of the problem. Um, I don't know about others, but I took part in the CIM census survey uh, the other day. Um, and I was struck when asked about what elements of marketing that uh, they should be engaged in. There was no line about planning or strategy. And as if the element no longer existed within the discipline. Um, and I think that is an error and it is strategic marketing that is what we as a discipline add very, very successfully to those organisations that evolve over time um, to be whatever it is that they are going to be in the future from where they were to start with. And I think we you know, ignore the world outside and don't plan for contingencies at our peril. It is interesting because it is a difficult balancing act. Um, and you're right, there is a, an excitement and an interest around emergent strategies and you know, try it and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, we try something different is absolutely great if you've understood the circumstance, the risks of doing that, if you've yes, sandboxed I mean, the phrase it you... in some way so that it's not affecting everything else. Yes, the phrase um, from a few years ago used to be move fast and break things um, mm. on the assumption that it was a great macho thing with lots and lots of adrenaline to do um, and you wouldn't come too much of a cropper. Uh, the result, unfortunately, is that many companies did, um, and it, but it <laughs> took time to see that. Um, many of the companies uh, listed on the stock market in those days have still not made profits. Um, and you know, we look back on it and look at some of the business models and go, it doesn't work. Um, we just haven't yet acknowledged that some of those models don't work. Um, so I think that there are um, uh, glamorous sides to the emergent approach, um, but the current aggressive nature of the environment is such that um, it, it, it is somewhat deadly out there. Um, having said that, I think the biggest problem that we have is that most of the systems that we've got uh, at the public sector do not seem to be working, are dysfunctional and do need to change. The question is who and how is going to actually lead that change.
and if there's any money in the system to do so. However, that is definitely for another day. <laughs> Charles, great to, to talk to you on a, a yet another week politically where everything's moved in, which does, of course, have huge implications for business. Now, next week, we are planning to discuss a book on... Um, Demographics, which I'm desperately hoping you're going to remind me of what of the title. The Great Demographic Reversal. Great Demographic Reversal. That presupposes that something doesn't happen which will affect businesses and marketers over the course of what is clearly going to be a fast-moving few weeks. Yes, indeed. It's, it's a very interesting, slim book, um, which has already become much of a classic uh, in looking at uh, the future and how to plan for it. Charles is ever great to speak to you. Thank you. Like and subscribe to this feed for more podcast content from Cambridge Marketing College.